I will never give up so long as I know I am right. I will believe that all things will work out for me if I hang on to the end. Thank you for joining Brothers of the Word, because, brother, you need the Word. We welcome all of you joining us by television and those of you joining us at airjesus.com. Stay tuned to today's message. We're so excited to have you join us today. We'd like to uh, begin with just a little humor, something that... Actually, Suzanne emailed this to me, and I thought it was good and wanted to share it with you. But it's about a man who was talking to his boss about getting a raise. And so he says, excuse me, sir, may I talk to you? Sure, come on in. What can I do for you? Well, sir, as you know, I have been an employee of this prestigious firm for over 10 years. Yes. I won't beat around the bush, sir. I would like a raise. I currently have four companies after me, and so I decided to talk to you first. A raise? I would love to give you a raise, but this is just not the right time. I understand your position, and I know that the current economic downturn has had a negative impact on sales, but you must also take into consideration my hard work, proactiveness, and loyalty to this company for over a decade. Taking into account these factors, I am willing to offer you a 10% raise and an extra five days of vacation time. How does that sound? Great. It's a deal. Thank you, sir. Before you go, just out of curiosity, what companies were after you? Oh, the electric company, the gas company, the water company, and the mortgage company. <laughs> Open your Bibles, if you will, to the book of Galatians, the book of Galatians, chapter 6, the book of Galatians, chapter 6, and it's really just one verse that we'll look at, the book of Galatians, chapter 6, and we'll look at verse number 9, Galatians, chapter 6, and verse number 9, and it reads in the King James Version, it says, and let us not be weary in well-doing. For in due season, we shall reap if we faint not. The Message Bible says, where the King James Bible says, we shall reap if we faint not. But the Message Bible says, if we don't give up or quit. And so I just want to use as a subject today, don't quit. Don't quit. Turn to your neighbor and say, don't quit. Don't quit. And the reason I thought about this particular subject is because earlier this week, somebody emailed me and they basically said in their email that they had been feeling like quitting everything. They were just ready to quit everything associated with life because they were having so many problems on every front. Problems in their family, problems with the kids, problems in their marriage, problems with their health, problems with their finances, 
problems with job pressures and so on and so forth. And so they were just ready to quit life itself. The joy had been sucked out of life. And you know, all of us at various times, we go through the same things. And sometimes we have one of these challenges or sometimes we have a combination of these challenges. And sometimes we may even have all of these challenges like this individual. And sometimes problems are so overwhelming and so seemingly insurmountable. And, you know, it just seems like the road ahead is just so steep that it's not even worth the climb. And so um, when you're hard-pressed like this on every side, then quitting seems like a good option. And this individual said to me that they were ready to quit everything, ready to quit everything. And right at the moment when they said they were, they were at this time in their life when they were ready to quit everything, they said that they received a mountain wings issue which is a daily inspirational email that Pastor Nathaniel sends out from the ministry every day. And they said they received a mountain wings issue right at this time. And the particular mountain wings issue that they received was entitled, Don't Quit. And it actually had the poem from Edgar A. Guest, and this poem touched this individual's heart so much and revitalized their life and gave them hope once again. And I just want to share that particular poem that was in Mountain Wings entitled, Don't Quit. When things go wrong, as they sometimes will, when the road you're trudging Seems all uphill. When the funds are low and the debts are high, and you want to smile but you have to sigh. When care is pressing you down a bit, rest if you must, but do not quit. Life is queer with its twists and turns as every one of us sometimes learns. And many a failure turns about when he might have won had he stuck it out. Don't give up, though the pace seems slow. You may succeed with another blow. Often the goal is nearer than it seems to a faint and faltering man. Often the struggler has given up when he might have captured the victor's cup. And he learned too late when the night slipped down how close he was to the golden crown. Success is failure 
turned inside out. The silver tint of the clouds of doubt. And you never can tell how close you are. It may be near when it seems so far. So stick to the fight when your heart is hit. It's when things seem worse that you must not quit. Edgar Allen, Edgar A. Guest, entitled Don't Quit. I like something that um, Thomas Edison said in these regards. He says, many of life's failures are people who did, who did not realize how close they were to success when they gave up. And winners are not those who never fail, but those who never quit. We only fail when we quit. Turn to your neighbor and say, don't quit. Don't quit. Don't quit. Just two words, but a powerful message. Don't quit. I read something interesting in one of Joel Osteen's books. He talked about an experience he had when he was climbing a mountain in Colorado called Beaver Creek Mountain. And he said that this mountain was about a three-mile hike straight up. And he said right at the bottom of the mountain, they had a sign that says it would take approximately three hours to complete the climb up the mountain. And so he said he began the climb, and he realized that he was far above sea level. The air was thin, and he had difficulty breathing as he started. But he said he, the first 15 minutes were fine, and he said the next 15 minutes it started getting a little tougher. He said about half an hour, you know, he said his heart was beating fast. He was really kind of gasping for breath. And he said about at the 45-minute mark, he said, oh, he was, sweat was just pouring out, off of him. And he was just thinking to himself, if I have two more hours, I don't think I'm going to make it. And he said right at that time where he was just about contemplating, quitting, turning around, he said an older gentleman was coming down the mountain. And the older gentleman simply looked at him as he passed by and said, you're closer than you think. And Joel said something about those words just leapt into his heart and his spirit. And it sort of re-energized him. And now, realizing that he may be closer than he think, he continued his journey. And he said, sure enough, he reached the top of the mountain within the next 10 to 15 minutes. And he realized that even though the sign at the bottom of the mountain said it would take three hours, he had done it in one hour. And that little one message, you are closer than you think, made all the difference in the world in him continuing and not quitting. 
And so it is with us in our lives. You are closer than you think. Turn to your neighbor and say, you are closer than you think. Just when you feel like giving up, God wants you to hold on. God wants you to hold on because just as that older gentleman came down the mountain, he knew that Joel was closer than he thought because he had already, he could see the big picture and, and God can see the rest of our trail. And just when we feel like quitting and caving in and stopping, God is saying to us, hold on, you're closer than you think. You are closer than you think. The Bible says something very interesting, and you don't have to turn there, but in the book of Zechariah chapter 9 and verse 12, it talks about the fact that we should be prisoners of hope. Prisoners of hope. You know, it's, it's, it's easy to give up and it's easy to become discouraged, but God wants us to stay full of hope and always believing for the best. And he says so in, in Zechariah 9, 12, he says we are to be prisoners of hope. And when you think about a prisoner, a prisoner is somebody that's captured by something, somebody that's held by something. But too often we're captured by doubt. We're captured and held by fear. And so we're, you know, we're captured and held by despair and discouragement. And so a prisoner of hope, if you think about a prisoner, oftentimes a prisoner is chained to something. And so God is saying, be chained to hope. If you're going to be chained, be chained to hope, not despair, not discouragement, not defeat, not failure. Be chained, be captured by hope. And so when you're chained to hope and captured by hope, you're always saying things like, I'm going to make it. Things are going to turn around in my favor. God is on my side. God is working this thing out. I'm in the palm of his hand. Some kind of way, I'm going to make it. God's going to see me through. Brighter days are ahead. I'm telling you, the best is yet to come. I may be going through a difficult situation, but I am coming out. The key word is I'm going through. Winston Churchill said, if you're going through hell, keep going. Keep going. Don't stop. Don't stop. You're just going. Turn your neighbor and say, you're just going through. And so when you're a prisoner, you can't get away from it. And so God says, be prisoners of hope. And so we can't help ourselves. We're always optimistic. We always have a sense of faith about us. We always have a sense of hope about us. We always have a sense of destiny about us. We can't help ourselves if you are a prisoner of hope. That's what you're chained to. That's what you're captured by and captivated by. You're always attached to God's Hope. You're always attached to God. Let me tell you how powerful hope is. I read this years ago, a study done by a group of scientists, and they, they did a study with two rats. And they, they took the first rat and they put him in a, a glass container 
and it had high walls all the way around it so that he could not escape. And the, the container was filled with water. And they put this rat in the, this container of water that he could not escape from. And they shut off all the lights and closed all the doors so that it was completely dark. And they wanted to see how long it would take before the rat drowned under these circumstances. Well, the rat lasted for three minutes. He lasted for three minutes and he drowned. And then they took a second rat, put him in an identical container, but this time they filled it up with the same conditions, but this time they decided to shine a bright light into the room. And they wanted to see how long it would take for this rat to drown. This rat lasted for 36 hours. The only thing that was different is one rat was in complete and utter darkness, but the other rat had a ray of light. Folks, hope gives us a ray of light. And that's why God says we ought to be prisoners of hope because as long as you have hope, you can last. You won't quit. You won't cave in. You won't give up as easily. Hope will keep you afloat. Hope will keep you going. As long as you have a ray of hope, as long as you have something there that's, that's uh, showing you a possibility of things will be better, things will get better, it'll keep you surviving. It'll keep you going. And so we turn on the light of hope when we say certain things out of our mouths. So when we speak God's word, you're turning on a light of hope. When you think God's thoughts, you're turning on a light of hope. You are actually helping yourself to survive and to last if you don't quit. Turn to your neighbor and say, don't quit. Don't quit. Turn over to the book of, book of Hebrews chapter 10. The book of Hebrews chapter 10 says something about it. Hebrews chapter 10 and verse 35. Hebrews chapter 10 and verse 35. I want you to notice what it says. Hebrews chapter 10 verse 35. It says, cast not away therefore your confidence which hath great Recompense of reward. One translation says, cast not away your confident hope, your bold confidence, your confident courage, your fearless confidence, because it has a great reward awaiting it. It holds a rich reward for you. One translation puts it this way in so many words. It says, don't get discouraged. Payday is coming. Hold your confidence. Keep your confidence because it holds a great recompense of reward. In other words, don't give up. Don't quit. Don't cave in. Don't throw in the towel. Keep your confidence. Keep believing for the best. Keep hoping for the best. Keep believing God. Keep your soul anchored in God. Keep your soul anchored in God's promises and in his word and, and stay in God because payday is coming. That's what our text said in Galatians 6, 
9, it says, you know, don't get weary in well-doing, for we shall reap in due season if you don't quit, if you don't cave in, if you don't give up. Say, don't quit. Don't cave in. Don't give up. Praise God. Don't get weary in well-doing, for you shall reap in due season. So that's a great reward. That's a great God said, that was a, if you can just stay with it long enough, there's a great reward attached to it. There's a great reward for staying, keeping your hope alive, keeping your faith and your confidence alive in God and in his word and in his promises. If you can just hold on, don't give up, don't give up, don't give up. Just hold that no matter what you're going through, just keep your confidence that I'm going to make it. I will come out of this. There are brighter days ahead. Trouble doesn't last always. This is just temporary. This is not the rest of my life. This is just a temporary situation. I am coming through. I do have God's promise. I have his word. He has some wonderful things in store for me. In fact, when I get on the other side of this, I'm going to help other folks to get through it. I'll help other people. So you have to keep your confidence in the things of God. Keep your confidence in the things of God. I read about an interesting picture that was on a man's wall. And this picture had a, it had a picture of two sailboats and they were stuck in the sand. And the ocean was way out, the waves of the ocean were, were way out from these two boats, these two sailboats. They were stuck. And the oars were stuck in the sand. The, the boats were just grounded. Here are these beautiful boats, but they were just grounded and stuck in the sand. And these boats were designed for sailing, designed to be in the water, designed to, to just be out there sailing in the wind. And yet they were stuck in the sand. And so it was sort of a dreary, gloomy picture. But at the bottom of the picture were these words. The tide is coming back. The tide is coming back. And you can, if you can just remember that picture, no matter what you're going through, you may be going through some rough times, but you're just like those sailboats. You're not designed to be stuck in the sand. You're not designed to be stuck where you are. But if you can just remind yourself, the tide is coming back. The tide is coming back. And when the tide comes back, then you'll be lifted and you'll be put in the cell. You'll be lifted and put back into your purpose, back into your destiny, back into the place where you were designed to flourish. Turn to your neighbor and say, the tide is coming back. The tide is coming back. Let me close. I want to, I want to give you some several decorations to repeat to yourself concerning not quitting. Just repeat these after me. I will never give up so long as I know I am right. I will believe that all things will work out for me if I hang on to the end. I will be courageous and undismayed in the face of poor odds. I will not permit anyone to intimidate or deter me from my goals. I will fight to overcome all physical handicaps and setbacks. I will try again and again and yet again to accomplish what I desire. I will never surrender to discouragement or despair 
No matter what seeming obstacles may confront me. Is that too long for you? I will never surrender to discouragement or despair, no matter what seeming obstacles may confront me. Those are some confessions that'll keep you from quitting. I want those of you who are watching by television to go to airjesus.com. You can listen to this message in its entirety, message number 7471. You can also email it to a friend absolutely free of charge. Thank you so much for joining us today at Brothers of the Word, because brother, you need the Word. This ends message number 7471 by C. Elijah Brauner. To hear other messages or to send this message number 7471 to a friend, simply go to airjesus.com and theonlineword.com. This was Don't Quit by C. Elijah Brauner. Listen to airjesus.com and theonlineword.com often and keep your spirit charged up.